Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and wishing we had watched a couple episodes of Justified instead are... No, that's okay, John Lucero. And this week we are talking about the movie Hitman that stars Timothy Oliphant of Justified and Deadwood fame. Um, I was a little surprised to find out he was in this movie, and uh, I don't know if he was a great pick for Agent Forty Seven, but you know he he's great as Raylan <laughs> Givens. So he he we we hear Danny Young love Timothy Oliphant. Uh, he's a he's a wonderful actor, mm-hmm. and um, but maybe. Improperly cast, you might say, as, uh, <laughs> yeah. as the stoic Agent Forty Seven. Yeah, uh, um, Timothy Elephant just has a lot of swagger, kind of just that, like, it almost, I guess you would say maybe big dick energy, because he just comes across as very, very smarmy and very confident, but and also very like, I don't want to say like you can kind of just look at him, and he's very good at giving a look that can make you smile or laugh a little bit. And that doesn't really play well with Agent Forty Seven. No, he he has too much charisma. Uh, he, yeah, <laughs> facial. He, uh, he does too much too much with his face, even true uh, in the movie for for Forty Seven. He he gives off way too much emotion, <laughs> which is weird to say. But you, the Forty Seven, it's like it's this whole thing is he literally is is basically a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it just. It, it doesn't, and also his accent doesn't doesn't really fit mm-hmm. forty seven no, either. No, so. he's supposed to just have a very non accent accent, effectively, and he's got a little bit of that southern drawl going on that he does his damnedest to try to cover up, but really doesn't. Yeah, it's, but I I do like Tim the Elephant and uh, and many things. So Not just, in this role. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. If, if you're listening, Timothy, or you know, maybe this wasn't your best best role, but. Justified. You always have justified. Mm-hmm. Hope we're on your team. Also, the bald look um, does not, not do him any favors. He's no. not a good bald man. No, he is not. No, he all. also has a very small head compared to his body. <laughs> so it. Yeah, his head is quite small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, his uh, his haircut in Justified is perfect for him. Like just that whole swagger there with that look he's got him. Like oh man, like I, I mean, yeah, I'm getting the vapors looking at him in that show. So. He's great with his uh, guest appearance on uh, Mandalorian. Even he's got he basically he's basically the same character in that show. Oh, I haven't even made it that far. I haven't even started oh, the second season there. Oh, it's fine. I don't care. I don't yeah. know if I'll ever. It's not, get it's not to really it. a spoiler. He's just in a, he's he's in an episode. He's, oh. uh, I think yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Well, maybe I'll watch. The, it's the first one, isn't it? I thought I saw that going around. It's yeah. It's the first episode of season two. Yeah. Okay. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll maybe I'll get that far and check out because WandaVision ain't doing it for me. But anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, I, I I like WandaVision yeah. uh, more after like the 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 fourth episode on has been really good. But uh, anyway, different show. Different, yeah, different, yeah. Uh, different show. Different thing altogether here. So um, anyway. <laughs> So, um, the movie actually came out, uh, we should really get into this here, uh, November 21st, uh, 2007, had a budget of $24 million, and do I have a guess as to what it box officed? 54. Mm, 70 million. 101.3, so actually doing fairly oh. well for itself. Not bad. Kind of surprising, yeah. Um, prior to this, uh, Vanessa, did you know Hitman existed? I did know Hitman existed. That's okay. a great way to phrase that question for okay. me. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm going to guess by your response there and your normal response, you've never played Hitman before? 
No, but I've like seen the cover of it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure we sorted many, many a covers of those back in our uh, GameStop days. Yeah. I remember moving it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's almost like playing Hitman, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> John, how about yourself? I have played Blood Money and uh, one and two from the most most recent trilogies. Uh, not all of, but I've played a de- decent amount of each of those. Uh, I enjoy watching those games more than I like more than I like playing them. I enjoy watching someone play them that is way less cares way less about doing things in the fancy um, scripted way and just uh, having a very a lot of fun in the sandboxes those games are. So mm-hmm. but they're. I respect them from a distance, really. They're really cool games. They're yeah. not necessarily for me. Yeah. I'm kind of with you there. I'm not very good with the planning out anything creative as far as your, uh, you know, taking out of your targets. The thing that really got me to try the first game as far as the um, reboot goes that came out, like, what, 2016? Was Jason yeah, McMaster. 17. Yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, Jason McMaster 16. over at quarter to three and Unwinnable. Uh, play, we're showing a video of him and um, playing it, and he got a guy into the uh the cockpit of a jet and like was doing the checks and just hit the ejection button for the ejector seat and just launched him and killed him that way and i was like all right i gotta i, I gotta check this game out <laughs> so i was like that's yeah, pretty goddamn funny they're really cool games yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I tried some of the older ones too and didn't get very far but i kind of want to give them another shot eventually i don't know it just maybe the first time i played it it was like the original one it was just like i don't know if it was the original or one of the other two that came out before the relaunch remake i whatever they are but yeah i just i've never gotten very far in that series yeah the new i I just think the new ones are also just some of the most genuinely funny games that have come out in a while like they're not even just the shenanigans people get into just like the the ambient dialogue and the setups for everything are pretty there's a there's a deadpan humor in those games that is really hard for video games to nail, and I think they're really good at it. And uh, I missed that, this movie as well. A very humorless movie. And uh... <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is trying very hard to be pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I could obviously just be uh, putting this on Hitman myself, but I do. I find, I, I find there to be more of a dark comedy aspect to, hit, to the way Hitman plays out and the things, the tools they give you. And yeah, so and the, like maybe the older ones were. I thought I thought Blood Money was kind of like that too, but I don't remember when that came out in re, in relation to this either. So yeah, me me neither. I the whole series is a little fuzzy. Like I don't even know which were like the first one. Isn't there three or is there three or four before the reboot? There are four. There's Hitman, Hitman Two, Contracts, Blood Money's the third one, and then Absolution is like the right. um, the ugly stepchild one that's like that pe- that fans of the series don't like, but some people I don't didn't generally like the series liked because it was more actiony. Mm. But is that the one with the nuns? Yeah, that's one with okay. the nuns. Okay, I remember somebody <laughs> defending the nuns. So nuns. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Anyway, uh, all right, guys, if you are ready, shall we move on to talking about this movie itself? Oh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? What else we got to do, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, don't sound so excited, Ness. So anyway, the well, opening. I, was, oh. I, I had so much, so much hope for this movie. I kind of did didn't. <laughs> oh, you, didn't, you didn't ask, but I had seen part of this movie on TV before, so I knew what I was getting into. Ah, uh, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I, you know, prior to this, I had no interest in Hitman. Like when this movie was, you know, 
relevant, I suppose. Uh, so I just didn't really have any interest in seeing it. If I had known Timothy Oliphant was in it and known of him like like you know prior to Justified, I probably would have checked this out. But eh, maybe maybe for the better because yeah, I mean Justified's a real treat, and that's all I need. So anyway, moving on. So uh, opening sequence is of a young Agent Forty Seven who is uh, just a bald assassin guy, as we kind of alluded to, uh, getting his um, guys. Would you say iconic? Barcode <laughs> tattoo on him? I think it's iconic. Okay. I mean, that's kind of like his most... Uh, bald and barcode are like his most... Bald and barcode, I like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and with the red tie. Yeah. yeah. Those are the... So we got that as a youngin. Um, all the while, Ave Maria is being sung, uh, and mm. kids going through a training montage, and also showing other kids possibly rebelling during this thing. I kind of forgot how weirdly, like... <sighs> How many religious overtures this series has? I yeah yeah. I think the new trilogy gets kind of away from that, um, but uh, yeah, I don't. Absolution, like you said, but had, had the whole nun thing going on too. Mm-hmm. the The story for Hitman is insane. <laughs> it's like a, it's like the Illuminati times ten. Oh yeah, it's super confusing. Yeah. I mean, at least yeah. at least this did a kind of I don't want to say a good job, but a good job of simplifying things. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe to the point of being too simple. So, what is, what is the backstory? Oh, for uh, God's sakes, Vanessa! Is, is, like, you, is there an elevator pitch for the backstory? Um, uh, I don't I don't know it. I don't know it well enough to give you the, a good funny one. But it's like he's like a clone. Uh, there's like a bunch of clones in there, and they're numbered, and they oh. work and they work for an organization that they're clones of assassins. I think they're. I'm pretty sure they're clones. Yeah, they, they are. They don't. Do they? They don't talk about them being clones in this movie, or did I miss that? No, they, they don't. Do. No, they don't. That was brought up in the original cut of this that got reshot, and that stuff was sort of taken out because they wanted to leave the clone thing in there for a sequel, but they changed directors that it, or the director was asked to leave effectively, and yeah, it, 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 there's a confusing thing here as far as what this movie was supposed to be and kind of what happened with it. You know, oh, does he say he's an orphan at one point, and that's why he's only had a number or something? I forget what it is, but he just explains why he's got why his name is forty seven. It's because kids or everyone from where he's from are children that nobody cares about and nobody will miss. Yeah, so they're yeah, so they're just cloned super assassins. They're trained to be super assassins. They should they shouldn't put the barcode on the neck because it's a pretty. Pretty like pretty obvious tattoo, and it's very recognizable. That's, they should like put it on their elbow. That's the best part of the new games is that Forty Seven is a master of disguise, and but but he's not, and that he literally just, <laughs> he, he literally does not change anything about himself. He puts on the outfit, <laughs> does the same voice all the time. Yeah, and he, people just buy it hook, line, and sinker. Like, yeah. oh, this is who this is. Yeah, it's, it's the funniest shit yeah. every time. It's, it's pretty. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, does it, is it trying to be funny? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 It is trying to be. It, 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 it realizes. It's delivered, yeah, oh, it, yeah. Okay. It's delivered in a deadpan enough way that you're like, this is clearly trying to be hilarious, and it is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They the developers totally realize what they're going for with it, and they really shoot for it because I mean they do ridiculous stuff like him dressing up in like I think a clown outfit at some point, and he's just so like you know stone cold emotionalist, and it's just like handing balloons out to kids. I think at some point too during it, and just like here you go, <laughs> yeah, here like, you go, child. Like he's good at everything mm-hmm. like there in the new one he, you can disguise yourself as like a sushi chef at one point and not only instead of just standing there and like cutting stuff he's like 
flipping knives up all over the place and stuff and like cooking making sushi behind his back and shit and uh, yeah <laughs> and he's just this white guy with a barcode on the back of his head and every with the most with the most monotone voice and uh yeah it's really good stuff yeah sounds pretty awesome yeah yeah hitman's hitman's cool I, yeah. again i i wish i liked playing it more than i do but i have a lot of respect for it at least the new ones i like a lot they're cool all right, uh, speaking of Hitman that we like, we should get back to the one we probably maybe aren't liking so much and talk about this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, well, we've really, really gone around talking about the movie itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Mike well, Whittier. It's a little bit boring. <laughs> well, you know, there, there's that. So uh, Mike Whittier, uh, an Interpol agent, comes home and is surprised by Agent 47, who's sitting at his desk. 47 says he just wants to talk to him and asks him uh, if he's a good man and how does a good man know when it's okay to kill and then we get a flashback to three months ago so Vanessa uh, yes in case you were confused we did flashback here because <laughs> mm. I know you normally yeah, so do this that one on. actually, I, I did get this this one I actually like okay. did understand okay because this one so did kind of it did it did <laughs> It did happen to kind of be like it said three months prior or something like that in a in a blink and you'll miss it sort of thing. So I was like, okay, well, just in yeah, case. Yeah, I did. I did see that. So okay. at least like, thank you, Hitman. I'm not that confused yet. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel Do you feel like this uh, this storytelling device added anything to the movie? Zero. <laughs> this, yeah, I don't understand why they why they did this. No, <laughs> we no didn't need this at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to make the movie over an hour and a half, maybe that's all. Because it really, like, it, when it comes full circle, it doesn't feel like you, you've made any new revelations or anything about, about no. the movie. No. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Oh, anyway, um, in an overdub, 47 explains what the organization is, um, basically takes kids and trains them to be killers and has ties to every government in the world without actually being political. Um, while this is going on, a dude is being brought to a uh, warlord from Nigeria named Ovi. Uh, they chain this guy up. Um, Ovi cuts off his arm and... Uh, notices he has some um, stitches in him and he's got a bomb implanted in him. Uh, Agent 47 blows the dude up, taking out Ovi as well. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a, that, that, that is a very much Hitman sort of way of killing somebody. Uh, just very elaborate and kind of ridiculous when you get right down to it. <laughs> yeah, we don't get much of that in this movie, unfortunately. Yeah, that was kind of the <laughs> beginning and end yeah. of it. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, it was missing a lot of the best aspects of Hitman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had the hope once this started because I was like, oh, maybe, maybe we do get with this elaborate, like, long con kind of game assassination thing, and then the rest of it just kind of turns into an action movie that we'll you know, yeah. we'll talk about. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's definitely a long plan in here that uh, Forty Seven comes up with towards the end of the movie, but. It's not really as interesting as like this, as like the game stuff is, as far as like just coming up with like elaborate ways to kill somebody. So, uh, Whittier talks to a Nigerian general about the death of Ovi and how he's been chasing a ghost who's responsible for the death of over a hundred people, and that's sort of just an unnecessary yeah. way of explaining, I guess, that this guy is mm-hmm. chasing him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, when he points to the board to show where every, all the people were killed at, uh, there's a bunch of tax all over it. I'm like, was the guy next to him just putting tax on the board during the entire conversation to illustrate how, <laughs> to illustrate this? Because these are already on the board. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this was also the, I believe this was the Nigerian general's uh, office. So <laughs> yeah. does the Nigerian general just have a board up there with a bunch of tax in it? That's. And then also that didn't look like nearly a hundred uh, tax just to. No, not at all. It didn't look that bad. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like I mean, know, but it's just don't know about. Oh, that's right. Yeah, never yeah. mind. Anyway, so uh, we got to uh, forty-seven drinking at a bar in Russia. Some rather attractive woman tries to hit on him, and 
kind of just walks off. And this is something where somebody who is a lot more stoic, I think, would have set this up pretty well. But Timothy Oliphant just does have too much, uh, you know, acting with the eyes and his face and doesn't really work out very well because he comes across as like, you know, falling for it. And then like, no, I must remember my training or something like that, you know? Yeah, there's a... The love story aspect of the movie, which will happen later, but doesn't make any sense <laughs> for, no, for Agent 47 as a character. I feel like they watched um, however many of the Jason Bourne movies were out at the time and thought that they should sort of adapt that for this. I think that trilogy had, complete, had concluded at this time, too. I think this was when the last one came out, yeah. so around this time. I mean, if this movie had ended with the Moby uh, song there at the end, I wouldn't have been surprised, you know? Like, it kind of <laughs> ends like the first Jason Bourne movie, so... Mm. Oh, anyway, uh, so he sets up some traps as he goes back into his hotel room. Uh, 47 gets word from the organization that his next target is the incumbent president of Russia, uh, Mikhail Belikov. The client now wants the assassination moved up as far as the timeline goes and done publicly, which I would say, hey, that rate needs to go up like double if I'm doing this well, publicly. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, Belikov is played by Ulrich Thompson, from, who is actually a good character, who plays a, a great character in Banshee, which I bring up every now and then, which is my justified. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, just noted he is a, he is he does a much better job in that show than he does in this movie. He doesn't get much time in this movie, though. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. So Belikov comes out of his car, talks to the press for a little while, and then Agent 47 pops him uh, with a sniper rifle and one of his bodyguards and then blows up his uh, attache case that he had his uh, rifle in. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, again, not really what we're used to as far as Hitman stuff goes. This is, if you're looking for, like, the elaborate uh, death sequences that are kind of funny and at least clever, no, he just takes him out from a long distance and shoots him. That's great. So... Anyway, so 47 goes to the airport and is contacted by the organization, uh, telling him the target survived and there was a witness. So 47 is assigned to go take her out. But when he comes up to her, there's zero recognition on her part. And he kind of stops for a second and thinks like, no, maybe I'm maybe this isn't what's supposed to be happening. And then someone in front of him gets popped and oh, boy, it's a setup. Who would have seen that coming? Right. It's shocking that the other hitman missed. Yeah, I was a little like, okay, really? But supposedly Agent 47 is supposed to be the best of them, so. But I mean, like, the other guy should at least, like, it's a pretty clear <laughs> shot, right? Yeah, that's true, true. I mean, to be yeah, fair, he was, there was a huge crowd, and if you're looking down the barrel of a scope, so. I, mean, I, I did like I, I did like the four seven just casually kept walking. He just kept walking instead of he didn't run. He just walked yeah. um, through the crowd afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, I mean, pretty, pretty baller. I understand if he's trying to like blend in, but you have a literal chrome dome just kind of like like dude. Like as a guy who shaves his head, I can tell you right now that attracts a lot of attention. <laughs> so that's how my wife finds me in a crowd most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and the tattoo. Don't forget the tattoo. Oh yeah, my my barcode tattoo. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway so uh whittier is talking to someone to interpol about the assassination attempt on belikov uh, that 47 normally doesn't work again this quickly after having done a job and also that the shot was taken from over four kilometers away uh making him a likely suspect for the killing even though he missed so we find out here that like apparently there's a story that he missed and then um whittier's i don't know his assistant we don't really get what Jenkins is. Uh, we don't really find out what his name is, I think, for quite a while either. Uh, mm -hmm. But he's a guy that kind of follows him around. Uh, shows him a video of the assassination, pointing to the amount of blood from a missed shot. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, apparently, the Russians managed to get a picture of him. Uh, or 
of 47. And so Whittier and company roll out to go track down 47. The organization in 47's hotel room calls him and tells him that the payment cannot be made because the target survived. Uh, Belikov seems to be alive and 47 questions who set up the job. Also confused as to how he shot him in the, um, was it the nasal cavity, he said? Yeah, the nasal cavity. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how that didn't manage to kill him, um, and he gets no answer from his contact Maria at the organization. Uh, kind of seems to understand he's been set up now. And then a team of Russian secret police police have been ordered to go extract Agent Forty Seven. All John, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but uh, these guys just gave me like serious like Jinro soldier vibes. Jinro, Jinro, what is that from? That's, uh, uh, that's uh, the, the, the name of the show is actually Jinro. Or it's a movie. Chimero? Yeah, they. I, I can picture the name. It's like the, head, the the Wolf Brigade, and they're just like um, like Japanese kind of special forces that are part of like you know the self defense force or whatever. But mm-hmm. they're in these gigantic like hulking suits. They kind of look like the Hellgast or whatever they are from Killzone, and also kind of look like these guys. They have the red eyes and everything. Yeah, I, I got I got definitely definitely Hellgast vibe from these guys. Okay. But, uh... Jinro, I don't, I can't say that I know what it is. It okay. sounds familiar. Okay. But. You'll probably recognize the cover art, you know, whenever, yeah. whenever you get a chance to look it up. But yeah, that's, that's that. So um, anyway, uh, let's see. Maria, as I mentioned before, his contact with the organization uh, calls him and tells him that Belikov ordered the hit and that his location has been compromised. And yeah, so 47 has to go run out the window as the bomb on the door goes off, taking out most of uh, the secret police team. He busts through the window into a few floors below him, and the kids staying in there look at him and then look back at the TV, and a uh, nice little self-promotion there. They're playing Hitman. Which yeah, that that le- leads to so many questions, if you really <laughs> think about it. The idea yeah. that, there's a, <laughs> that there's a game based well, on like, him. He could have just been any, any like, suited bald man with a barcode like a, tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. I, it was fun. I enjoyed that he had like a previously set up his like rope escape. <laughs> that was nice. Nice thought. Yeah, because you know, randomly, like you know, as a door or as a you know, your door is exploding, and then getting the second to tie a rope together probably uh probably good to do that before. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just right, like, what do I do? So, my escape route is this window. Let me tie my rope on. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tie my rope on. Every night. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, let's see. Got my contacts out. Got my shoes put over there. Got my rope tied out the window. <laughs> just sort of yep, one of those right. weird things. Yeah, right gotta have go. a checklist before Let you get my bomb ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my glass beads out. I don't know what the glass beads were there for, but it seems like those would be very yeah, quiet. Yeah. If you don't want to know. Yeah. Oh. Mm, <laughs> mm. Okay. Moving on. Because I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, 47 gets his guns out of the ice cart. He put them in earlier, which, again, clever little move. While the Russian team starts searching for him, uh, Whittier and his assistant try to track down 47 uh, during all of this. 47 keeps taking out secret police left and right, and then Whittier sees 47 in the hall. 47 runs off and dives into the river. So, uh, all while barefoot, too, mind you. Let's keep that in mind. Like, my. <laughs> Uh, flat-footedness, I would not be able to run like that for very long. So, yeah, good good on him. That's why you're not a spy. No. It's actually, yes, it's actually uh, a little-known fact that he has hobbit feet, which is why he's so good at running barefoot. Oh, <laughs> okay. So are we talking uh, Are we talking Agent 47, Timothy Oliphant, or both? Uh, 
you be the judge. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was a game canon thing or just a, or just the Timothy Oliphant fact that they just adapted. Timothy Oliphant has hopping feet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so um, forty-seven goes into a store and gets some fresh clothes uh, that look exactly like what he was wearing before. And you know, you would think here maybe get a hat or something while you have the entire Russia secret police looking for you. But hey, you know, whatever. Hmm. <laughs> Too much. It's asking for too much. Yeah, apparently. Uh, it's like I did on the last episode. I was asking for the you know fuel to be more than six, not more than six months old and expired. So yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Winter's assistant pockets uh, some organization technology. The plainclothes guy from the secret police and Whittier have a battle of wits, if you will, about rules and regulations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was kind of grossed out when I wrote that. I even put the uh, ellipses there in between wits just to be like, okay, maybe maybe if I just roll right through that no one's gonna notice i had to write that but i couldn't think of another way to put that so whatever um yeah anyway uh Whittier reveals to him that he knows the evidence of belikov's survival has been tampered with uh 47 grabs the girl who is he was ordered to assassinate earlier to get some answers he stuffs her in the trunk and there's another body in there that just seemed to kind of come out of nowhere which was nice okay cool thanks i mean, for- I, mean I see this is like very unprofessional of 47 right like mm-hmm. i just don't believe that he's like oh yeah i'm gonna go Take it, take the night off now, and let's do this body in my trunk till tomorrow. Well, no, that was the uh, the driver that was going to kill her. Yeah, oh. like, they yeah they explain yeah. that a little bit later, but they don't really yeah. explain what's going on now. Like, uh, uh, why is there a body yeah, in the trunk? Now, now it's just the body in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> he okay, now it makes sense. I I never picked that up, so I just thought I was like, wow, what a he's on It's like it, what a what a weird moment of just like slipping into unprofessionalism. That's odd for him. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the type just to keep a body in the trunk. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do when you're an assassin, I guess. But, hey. He's an assassin, but he's not a serial killer. True. What's the difference, though? Is there? Um. Well, one one is paid. Okay. Fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. That is, that's the major difference. Okay, that's fair. That is completely fair. Yeah. All right. The girl's name is uh, Nakia, and she turns out to be Belikov's girlfriend of sorts. Uh, she was told to be where she was when 47 saw her... And Belikov uh, telling her that his driver would be to would be there to pick her up. 47 tells her the body in the trunk was her driver and that he was going to kill her. So she needs to stick with him. Otherwise, she's already dead. Yeah, I thought the girl with the dragon tattoo thing was a little too on the nose for her character. <laughs> me too. Especially when she says that, you know, it's the only place he won't hit me or something like that. I'm like, yeah, it still doesn't like, make any sense. Like uh, yeah. Why wouldn't you get the tattoo someplace he does hit you so it covers it? But OK, whatever. Uh, anyway, 47 uh, takes Nakia to the train station. Whittier and his assistant uh, Jenkins, uh, this is where I finally caught his name, are trying to find 47 in the station as well. And, oh, hey, the agent that tried to kill 47 from earlier is also in the station. At least I think that's the same one, because they all kind of look the same. Except the black dude, because there's only one of them that's black so far. <laughs> so Anyway, hey, the gang's all here. So 47 uses a disguise to lure out the other agent, and Whittier and Jenkins follow the other agent, Perfect thinking chameleon. it's 47. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just, <laughs> gigantic bald guy with a with a small bald head with a barcode that isn't covered up by the hat at all yeah <laughs> it blends in perfectly mm-hmm. just a master of stealth the other agent loses 47 and goes into the tunnels in the train station to try to find him 47 ambushes him and tries to get why um there was a hit out on him and guy stays silent so he kind of just continually shoots him uh to Yes, keep him quiet. I don't know. Like you think, like maybe. <laughs> and then he doesn't he say like I'll be back to ask you more questions later. Like, <laughs> yeah, effectively. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> except he's not. 
but it was, yeah. it was like I was like I'm pretty sure he, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he shot him and like, yeah, that's it. You know, I'll be back to get to finish up this or something or don't move. I think he said it's like as he shoots him in the shoulder. I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, all right. So uh, 47 chases after a shadow he saw. Turns out it's more agents. They have a bit of a Mexican standoff. They agree to die with some dignity and drop their guns and use small swords or big knives. What do you guys want to call them? Uh, small small swords. They're curved. Uh, it, also, I love that they slowly walked up to each other in the first place and just like all grouped around each other and like, all right, let's get our swords out. Oh my god, the swords this is I'm, ridiculous. Also, like, aren't they friends? Like, don't they know each other? Yeah, I, I, I guess they, know each other and friends are two different things. Well, like, that's they, true, but, but they, they mean, like, through. I feel like they'd like at least like you know there'd be like some nodding or some like. I'm also confused Talking as to <laughs> why there was the whole Mexican standoff thing with the other agents when they were all going after 47. Yeah, there's. I was also like, why? What, they're all. Does only one get paid? Do they even care about that? They shouldn't. I don't think they care, really. Right? They're more like super murderers so, and that are created to do this. I mean, worst case, they split it three ways, right? Yeah. So it's a it really weird. Yeah, it's a, it was a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, so they use their small swords and after dispatching the other agents, 47 goes back to the agent. He left, uh, just a few sentences ago. (laughs) He stabbed one of the agents in the asshole against the end of the wall. I want to know that he did that. And, uh, it's, uh, I, anyway, he killed them all pretty horribly. Yeah. And yes, now we're moving on. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He, yeah, he certainly did. Uh, 47 grabs Jenkins, uh, shoots him in the arm. And then Whittier offers to take his place as a hostage saying that there's no way he's going to get out of here without one 47, uh, kind of apparently refusing to shake or take the offer, uh, shoots him in the gut and Nakia begs him to stop. They walk off leaving Whittier and Jenkins pretty banged up, but still alive. And with 47 telling Whittier that he saved his life or that she saved his life. So 47 pulls Nakia out of the trunk and gives her, breakfast it like the way that bag was shaped i thought it was a breakfast burrito i was like that's weird they have breakfast burritos in russia but no it's some kind of weird sandwich so shawarma probably they might have burritos maybe <laughs> i mean they do i don't know it's i don't i don't know how uh, how much you can get a breakfast burrito but you know they have they have chains just like we do yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Nikia tells 47 that she's Belkov's property, uh, buying her for $300. Thanks for telling me. I didn't ask, but, you know, appreciate it. Uh, she tried to escape before, but Belikov is apparently into beating his women with a riding crop. Uh, as we see her ch- chained up um, with her hands above her head, and she's just getting beaten while she's naked, which is great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we start to see some cracks in 47's emotionally deadpan persona that he's trying for. But again, uh, Timothy Elephant is just too much of a facial actor and hasn't really sold that very well uh, even up to this point so uh he tells her to eat her sandwich and shut um and shut up or he'll put her back in the trunk and he gets a tiny little grin out of the corner of his mouth there that Mm, there should be no emotion no that that is a very much a raylan givens line part of me thinks that uh this this movie was sort of a warm-up for him for raylan so yeah if if that's if that's how we got raylan i will i will be happy for this movie uh you know if if that was sort of the practice he needed to get into character for Raylan Givens. Great. So be it one of my favorite TV shows and one of my favorite TV characters, despite him kind of being an asshole. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for this. So uh, honestly, he should have just watched the Terminator and be like, just do that. Yeah. Just basically do that for an entire movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except I think that was more of a choice of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Couldn't really do much else than that. Yeah. But imagine giving, giving that to an actual actor. Yeah. Like, what they could do with that. Yeah. Know? True. 
anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, Yuri Markloff, uh, the secret police guy from earlier, walks into the FSB headquarters, which is uh, their version of the CIA of sorts, right? Yeah, FSB, yeah. Okay. It's like their... It's more like the uh, FBI. FBI, okay. Okay, yeah, 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 that would make more sense, yeah, because they're secret police. Yeah, the KGB police, is, so. their, is their CIA. Ah, right, right, right. Well, the yeah. KGB isn't around anymore? It's something it's, else now, isn't it? Yeah, it's... Uh, I might have mixed it up. I might... FSB might be the KGB now, and I'm just confused mixing them up. That I, doesn't matter. It's it's a macro yeah. we, we don't know. It really isn't integral to the plot, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting distracted again because we yeah. don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> Uh, so he walks into the FSB headquarters, asks for a secure line, and starts talking to someone on the other line. Surprise! Whittier and Jenkins put a bug on Yuri and are listening to him on the conversation. Um, it, he did this one. He basically like flung ashes in his face and grabbed him by the neck. I didn't remember seeing that in the actual cut of that, but they yeah, flash back to it, and then he puts his hand on his neck. I'm like, oh, okay, that seems odd. I was really appreciative that everyone spoke fluent, spoke fluent English in this movie, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we got any Russian subtitles in this movie. I don't remember. Uh, there was a few. Um, as a guy who has to like watch most things with subtitles just because of my hearing being a little eh, shot over you know 20 years of wearing headphones constantly, the, um, the subtitles, uh, since we watched this on YouTube, were uh, spotty at best at times, So and sometimes just not there at all. So it kind of made things a little hard for me at times. I was like, what the hell do they say? I had to rewind it more than a few times. Some FSB guys uh, pull up on them and suggest that they go to the airport now with them escorting them, um, you know, all the while at gunpoint. So, yeah, real real subtle st- or strong-arm tactics there. Uh, 47 contacts a CIA agent he's been cordial with uh, and has uh, Nika... Is it Nika? Nika? Nika. Nika. Yeah. Nika. Okay. As Nika uh, sit across from him, he tells... 47 that Belikov um, or that the Belikov that's there now was a double that is actually part of the organization Nika slides some documents over to the agent and 47 asks him to take care of the requests that are in those documents 47 offers to take out Belikov's brother for him in return Uh, the agent gives him some info on the brother and then tells him to go to Istanbul so and we want to talk about the whole like plot the whole like plan that they set in motion for 47 now or it's like they have him do this and without telling him that they want to kill him, and I felt like it was very unreasonably convoluted. This entire plan, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I just, uh, I really didn't understand the logic behind most of it. For to make the movie long, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. To, for, to, why, they, why can't they just kill him and put a double in place? Why did they have to kill forty seven after that? Why I don't, I don't, I don't understand. It was, <sighs> yeah, just tell forty seven, hey, we're doing something. You're going to take this guy out, and there's going to be a double. Here's your money. Yeah, it's just like I said, unreasonably convoluted. That's <laughs> like a, I'll, I'll accept it. I'll accept convolution to a point, you know. <laughs> then it just gets ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, so forty-seven checks out a restaurant in Istanbul with uh, uh, Nakia. Uh, he kind of seems to go in there to scout in there for a little bit, and uh, yeah, so he can. I thought go in here to take off Belikov's brother, but. Apparently he's going after somebody else, uh, leaving Nakia to wait for a while. She gets upset, asking what the hell he was doing in there, and <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it, it being a I mean, this is going to come out wrong, but you know, being the stereotypical woman of just like, what were you doing in there, taking so long? I know it's like, come on, lady, like you know, he, you like you know, he's a killer. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he's an he's, assassin, and you're basically his prisoner. Yeah, we just, talked about this. Yeah, just just <laughs> yeah. let him do his thing. She immediately falls in love with him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, totally not taking a page from the board identity at all. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, later that evening, they have their uh, dinner. Uh, a bunch of playful banter about how much forty-seven remembers everywhere he goes ensues, and including uh, that she's not wearing panties. Which, yeah, cool. Which uh, I don't know. <laughs> just really uncomfortable line. Anyway, uh, it's just un- also unnecessary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like so unnecessary. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess in two thousand seven, that sort of thing would have been a little bit more prevalent for. Maybe like horny teenagers, like oh, she's not wearing panties, you know. But I don't know. Like I, I think of this as a hornier version of the born identity. <laughs> I think it's the best way awesome to put boring. it. So. The, horn, the horn identity. <laughs> the horny identity. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, either way, it's all bad. Anyway, uh, forty-seven poises uh, price. Uh, the guy that was meeting Belikov's brother in the restaurant. And he goes to the bathroom to take him and his uh, three other bodyguards out. So they leave after he kills them. Um, back to the hotel. Nakia, dro- kind of drunk, tries to seduce 47. He plays along for a bit, and then he tranquilizes her. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah. As, as, the, as the gentleman he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will refuse your sexual advances by tranquilizing you. It's like, okay, that's oh interesting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, 47 heads to the meeting. With Belikov's brother uh, pretending to be Price, you know, as John said, he's a master of disguise, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> chameleon, master, master chameleon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone whispers to him that they know that isn't Price. The brother goes along with uh, about it and goes on a spiel about his weapons. Uh, 47 calls him out of the weapons being fake and then proceeds to gun down the brother's entire crew. And then 47 tells him that uh, he wants to or he wants his brother to help him get at his brother. And he says, fine, what do you want me to do? And just this and then pops him. That is. Good. I, I, I just feel like uh, there shouldn't be this big of a shootout in a hitman movie. No, unless unless the job goes wrong. Like, like this shouldn't be his main plan mm-hmm. <laughs> is to gun everyone down. That's just not what hit, a hitman's about, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, anyway, sorry. But no, I plot. no, I mean it's. I completely agree with you. So. Uh, so Whittier and Jenkins are going over 47 suitcase and find a crucifix in it. It looks an awful like a key. So apparently uh, Whittier couldn't figure that out. So great. It's like, you know, there's the little notches on the bottom there. <laughs> Maybe think about that's a key, yeah. but yeah. This movie makes me so tired. Uh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> really, really makes you worry about the police work of Interpol agents. So. I yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, 47 wakes up uh, Nakia and t- tell her uh, he's got to leave so he can kill Belikov. Uh, she doesn't want him to go, but he's insisted and tells her he'll come looking for her eventually. So why did they even go? Like, why did they even adventure together? Like, what, like what's I, the point of this? I, I don't know. I'm really confused. Uh, again, born identity. That's the only thing I can really say. They really, really lifted. Like, I didn't really think <laughs> about really it. Till the, born identity. Yeah. Like, I didn't really think about it till kind of the end. And I was like, uh, oh, boy, they really yeah, went I, for that. I'm pretty sure the, the, all three movies had come out by this point. If they had a uh, plan to see or. You know, if the planned sequels for this had kind of worked out, I wonder how similarly they would have aped the other two Bourne movies at that time. Yeah, the, the last one came out in the same year as this movie did. Oh, okay. Well, there we go then. So, so at the very least, the writer saw the first one, and that's where mm-hmm. that also, idea came also from. the last one came out a few months before this movie did. Okay. So. Well, yeah, I mean, he, got, he got to experience the full trilogy before completing his his, his magnum opus. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe he didn't because he was busy producing. Oh no, wait, the guy who wrote this uh, got fired, and so he had. I, I, forgot, of there's a, I forgot there's a fifth born movie. 
Yeah, what? there's yeah, there's the the three the original trilogy. There's the one with um oh god, what's the guy who plays Hawkeye? Jamie Renner. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that one. That mm-hmm. one's not great. And then um and then just Jason Bourne. Yeah, I forgot that Jason Bourne existed. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, also I have to I have to admit I've actually only I've never seen all those movies. I've never seen the Bourne trilogy. Only bits and pieces of it. Oh, it's an action movie. It's an action trilogy. There's an action movie fan. Uh, that's. I feel like I should probably watch them. They're but. entertaining enough. Yeah, yeah, they're not like anything. I'm, I'd be like, you have to see these, but I, especially at the time, like I really liked them. It was just kind like of they a cool were massive movie. at the time, and oh, now yeah. no one talks about them anymore. Yeah, like yeah. They can. yeah. I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like the most recent Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like those went, the war movies went over better. With the, with, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not angry about any of the Bourne movies. Like, you know, yeah, uh, the other Star Wars, I'm like, hey, you know, maybe I'll just play X-Wing and TIE Fighter and just be done with Star Wars for good. I don't care. So, oh, anyway, let's see. Uh, where the hell were? Oh, here. So Belikov's double explains the rather painful process of making him uh, a double to Yuri Markov, the FB, FSB guy from earlier, the... The double chews into Yuri about him being inept and not being able to take out Agent 47. Uh, Whittier and Jenkins back over to them are arguing with their boss about chasing 47 still. The boss tells him the EU wants him to back off uh, with Russia kind of helming that. Um, Yuri from the FSB is the one requesting that mostly. Then they see the news report that Belikov uh, is planning to attend his brother's funeral. And then the light bulb goes off that 47 did this to have a shot at taking out Belikov. Yeah, yeah, the plot thickens. (laughs) Or just continues. I don't know about thickens, just continues. Uh, Wandering around the FSB by himself, Yuri starts to hear some noises. Uh, Definitely has every reason to be paranoid, because Agent 47 kind of pulls a Spider-Man and comes down the... (laughs) He just grabs him and knocks him out and then (laughs) throws him downstairs. The the coin was... was, I was like, oh, thank God they used the coin in the movie. It was... He didn't need to, because he just used it, and he, like... The guy turned around a little bit and Mm. moved, like, three inches to the right, and then he dropped down on him. He really didn't need to use the coin. Uh, Vanessa, the coin, by the way, is, is, like, the the most iconic... Uh, tool and hitman is, is throwing coins and having guards go over to check out what it was. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it, it works every time too. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, his most trusty items and like the new ones are like uh, coins and a can of soup to chuck it the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, See, Vanessa, you might want to try these. They're, they're or at least yeah. just YouTube some of them. They're pretty silly. Maybe I'll like is it like is this a Twitch thing? Can I do can I walk watch this on Twitch? Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. There are plenty of people that have played that. So, um. Anyway, uh, let's see. Yeah. So after the Spider Man move, there uh, he throws him in a bathtub and with a bunch of water in it and threatens him uh, with basically electrocution that would be so bad that it'll melt if he doesn't order a shooting of Belikov when the radio <laughs> that's taped to his hand turns on. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. No, he he means business. <laughs> I think he said 3,000 amps, and he did that yeah. because he wanted to um, really, really accentuate, like, how serious he is about this. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, if you're going to, I mean, you can just tell me, you don't need to tell me how many amps, because if I don't know that, I don't know that. You telling me I'm going to melt in a bathtub because of how bad you're going to electrocute me? That, I get. Oh, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Uh, 47 puts a rubber ducky in the water, which is another little thing from the game series itself. <laughs> yeah, that's also, that's and how does he how does he use the duck to kill people? <laughs> they're they're bombs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> yep, and they 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 work the same way as the coin to do, where people will come inspect them and then it'll explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, doesn't the series sound much more fun than this yeah. movie is? Yeah, they're some is... of the most genuinely funny games you'll ever, you'll ever play. Okay, or maybe watch. I'm gonna go check this out after this. Yeah, is I done. Think, yeah. <laughs> it actually made me reinstall the first game, uh, or not? Yeah, the first game of the remakes or whatever. The yeah, on my yeah. Xbox, uh, it's downloading now, so I think I'm gonna try it here. Maybe after the kids go to bed, because you know I don't want my kids it's, watching me. It's too bad that this, mo- this movie is like uh, not not like that. Yeah. And yeah. said it's this. Yeah, yeah. I, and I really feel like I, I'm holding it against it, and I, 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 I don't remember how the original three games were. I don't know how goofy. I don't remember how goofy those were. So maybe they weren't. Maybe they were much more deadly serious. I feel like Blood Money was pretty goofy, but uh, yeah, I just want that in Hitman. I want, I want the silliness at this point. So it just made this movie even more boring. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, so yeah. Um, and then he tells him he picked it. He picked up the rubber ducky while I was in Yuri's house last night. So yeah, that's a little like. Eh, I don't know. It, it was a detail that really didn't need to be there. I think it would have just been a nice nod for fans just to put the rubber ducky in there and not really say anything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They but, you got a couple nods in there. Like, see, we see, we know the games, and then <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, Belikov is giving a speech in a church about his brother, and then timer goes down. Yuri orders the shooter on the other side of the radio to shoot Belikov. The shooter manages to get three shots off. The third one finally breaking through the plexiglass that he had in front of him. Um, they rush off Belikov. Uh, one of the guards with him is, of course, 47. Uh, 47 gets Belikov sort of away from the rest of the pack and starts gunning down the other guards after throwing Belikov to the floor. Uh, yeah, here's a, there's a lot of action here. We'll kind of breeze through real quick, but just feel free to yeah. stop me. <laughs> Yeah, that is the one thing I hate about these movies is anytime I really have to explain like action sequences, it's just kind of like, okay, I'll just kind of plow through this and we'll get through it because action sequences are boring to describe ever good action sequences. No, not not the movies that we watch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, what are the exceptions like Yakuza had some pretty good ones. Yeah. And I don't remember any more recent ones. (laughs) Good ones. There have been a few. That's it. uh, I mean, there was I was going to say Street Fighter 2, Raul Julia. (laughs) Uh, man what a journey anyway keep yeah. going boy boy and to think that's a high point for us i know uh, okay so 47 brings into a room and is ambushed by another agent 47 manages to uh, rip his ear off yikes um and then kills him after some negotiating with belikov 47 shoots belikov or the double or whatever we'll just call him belikov so just after that a helicopter comes in a gunship and shoots the shit out of the room and then just flies off which i thought was real dumb <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that Russian turtle man called for the gunship. Uh, the, uh, he looked like a turtle. That's why I, I don't remember. I don't remember if he had a name or anything. It was just the weird Russian general who was weirdly overdressed for the occasion. The uh, YouTube <laughs> uh, subtitles called him "Good Night." Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> again, YouTube subtitles. You know, it's it just going off the best it can. So I'm not really going to fault the anybody like who like watches this legitimately <laughs> pays for it uh you know if the subtitles are probably better that way but i don't think it really matters but i think russian turtle man is probably a good one do you think gunship is the actual term for helicopter with guns in russia uh, uh, yeah um is it i, I think, think yeah because they call yeah, the uh this right john yeah because they call in metal gear solid they call it a gunship yeah it, i'm pretty and, sure and it's, that, it's also a helicopter with guns mm-hmm. um yeah it's like it's yeah. uh, a helicopter with armaments on it. Well, I'm going to so. file that away for later. Yep, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the gunship. <laughs> and he's going to be like, what? The, that's the, gun, that's the, the gun, gunship. The gums and chips? What? 
I'd be like, what are you talking about? Please stop. <laughs> I want to be, be sober someday I can just yell, fetch the gunship. Yeah. Gunship. Well, you're the closest to anybody in this group that's fetching a gunship, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I just like the image of you telling Jim to get a gunship, and he's looking at you like, gum? Chips? What? Um, yeah, right. He'll bring me a bag, a bag of chips. <laughs> yeah, a bag of chips. Is this what you wanted? They don't have gum flavored, but are you pregnant? <laughs> Is that what's going on? <laughs> All right. Anyway, hey, are, you, are, are you are you pregnant or are you drunk? <laughs> maybe a little from column A, maybe a little from column B. I don't know. I just love you and your chips. <laughs> uh, married life. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, the the helicopter shoots in or comes in, shoots the shit out of the room, takes off. Uh, Forty seven throws Belikov's corpse on the ground, which you can see is missing chunks in the skull, which is an unnecessary touch, I thought. But hey, whatever. We're that's where we are. And then Interpol busts in and arrests him. They have an arrest warrant for him, but they don't know who he actually is. So I don't know how that really works. They have a name. Like, arrest, arrest anyone with this name. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, with this... <laughs> yeah, arrest this any, any bald guy with a gun. No. <laughs> All right, you're good to go. Yeah. Get out of here. Checks, your story checks yeah. out. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Master Chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I am not him. Okay, go ahead. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Whittier asked if it was worth killing Belikov knowing how it ends and he said knowing how it ends definitely and then a bunch of black cars swarm Whittier's car while this happens 47 escapes and the CIA guy from earlier uh, basically is the one having swarmed the car providing a distraction so 47 could get out in return for taking off Belikov's brother so this is the thing that as John said was just a unnecessarily complicated way of escaping I don't know anyway so uh, surprise surprise back to the present I kind of nearly forgot that was happening that we were doing a Doing a right. back, yeah, yeah, exactly. flashback we here. We didn't need this that we like. We could just ended. <laughs> yeah, uh, forty-seven tells Woodier if he's a, or asks Woodier if he's a good man, and under the rug there's the body of another agent that's lying there, uh, which Woodier I think originally thought was a member of his family when he walked in at the beginning of the movie, which I kind of thought too, and then he said, no, your family's upstairs and safe and asleep, so we're good. Anyway, uh, 47 used Whittier's gun, so Ballistics would confirm it was Whittier who killed the agent, and this lets 47 get off and Whittier get his man. Uh, then we go to Nakia walking around, and 47 has her in a scope, um, and he looks down at a killed agent on the roof with him and says, I told you to leave her alone, you should have listened, and cue the Moby music, that's the end. What a weird ending. Yeah. Right? I, and, like, why was the other agent going after the woman? To get it. 47? too much. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it, it's uh, just <laughs> real dumb. Oh. Yeah, I was disappointed in this movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I I was too. I wasn't like angry that I watched it, but yeah, I was I was definitely disappointed. Doesn't that doesn't that hurt worse? <laughs> After Postal, no. I mean, aren't they all so disappointing nowadays? <laughs> no, true, true, true. All right, so I mean, it had a couple of moments as far as trying to throw to the movie or the game series itself but didn't really do a great job of it timothy elephant again one of my like just favorite people uh just i mean yeah granted it's just based off raylan gibbons but at the same time like that guy is just indefinitely charming and yeah i I just not a great pick for this i think um i don't know there there had to have been other people they could have gotten for this but yeah apparently uh, I mean, there is another one. Yeah, <laughs> many many years later. Yeah, so they yeah. tried it again. Yeah, they sure did, and I think that one's even more action oriented than this one, which is a little worrisome. So, anyway, guys, uh, how about where are we looking on the list for this thing? Uh, I thought about this a little bit. I liked this. 
Oh, wrong list. I liked this. Um, I think less than Tomb Raider. So that was like kind of where I started on this one. Was like I would watch okay. Cradle was, of Life. I was looking around there. I was like I like this less than Toshinden. So mm-hmm. yeah, probably around this. Probably like I'd, I'd, I'd rather watch Doom again personally. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, but Jirachi's really bad. As far as the yeah, I think I'd, watch the, I'd, I'd watch this over Jirachi, I think. I would also watch this over Jirachi. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> that, was <easy. laughs> that, was, that was ridiculously easy. Holy shit. So, there we go. We have our uh, new number 27, Hitman. Congrats to uh, Hitman for being the 27th greatest video game movie of all time, as of whatever the date is, because it hasn't had this. Yeah. yeah, we're recording so far <laughs> in the future. November 21st, 2007. As of November 21st, 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're also recording so, so far in the future, because we're trying to get ahead, because I'm having shoulder surgery in a week also, and a half. So. Yeah. And also, fun fact, it is the last 2007 movie we'll be doing. Yay! Because next is Sony Chanbara. Boo! Auntie Chanbara. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, I, I have got to track down a copy of that because there's a you know there's two of those and uh, apparently they get confused as to which one is which. So I'm gonna really have to try to find. Wait, that who's thing. they? <laughs> uh, people that post them. People that post them. I have looked and I was like, wait a second, this isn't this is the second one. So it's gonna be confusing. Yeah, great. it is. <laughs> watch it. Watch it be great. Who knows? <laughs> So, yeah, um, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up this episode here. Definitely not as I, you know, we just posted the, as of this recording, we just posted the postal episode. So definitely not as uh, sad as that one. But at the same time, it's like, eh, not a whole hell of a lot happened here. And as um, our new uh, social media manager, Jesse, uh, is, uh, you know, she's a fan of Timothy Oliphant, just like me. Disappointing for a Timothy Oliphant fan. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan, too. I even like the crazies. That movie's not very good, but he's in it, and I liked him in it. So, have you guys seen? Um, oh God, uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, I, I watched uh, a little bit of it, and I liked it. Okay, John. Is he in that? I yeah, is yeah, he yeah. He's the husband. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, he. Uh, I haven't seen it. I think that's a show Brittany really likes, but I don't remember. But she also defended Fuller House, so. Brittany's got her. Brittany has her taste. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all do. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all do. Yeah, we all, we all have our oddities that we're like, yeah, I'll defend this, even if I know it's kind of stupid. So, anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, that that was Timmy. I was just curious because uh, Jesse was sort of recommending it, but like I tried the first episode and I was like, eh, this isn't really doing it for me because I was again expecting some of that, you know. Uh, big dick energy of Raylan Givens in that. And he didn't really have that in there. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I don't really know if I want to be it. I don't, I don't know if I want Timothy Oliphant without that. So yeah. yeah anyway, turn on, that, just watch the Mandalorian, the first episode of season two. You'll, okay. you'll, you'll, you'll get, you'll probably get what you're looking for. Okay. I mean, so. yeah. Yeah. And then I can just yeah. go back to justify too, which is, Oh God, that show's delightful. I'm so happy. I'm watching that again. And I was like, Oh yeah, I can watch this. So I can remember that That's I so- like Timothy Oliphant a lot. That's so funny. I'm watching Banshee again. <laughs> like, that was my justified when my, my, my wife's watching it. I what is Banshee. I, 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 outside of you, I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about it. What is that yeah, on? So it's, but it's under, so I don't say, I, I, I own the seasons. Uh, so I don't, it's a, it was a Cinemax show. So, oh, okay. Uh, okay. like I, I own it on prime, but I don't know what the best way to get it other than actually purchasing it is so it's hard okay. to recommend really recommend to people oh, okay um, oh no big deal yeah. no big deal yeah so we just, we just finished watching the queen's gambit and it was quite good yeah it's a very good show i like that a lot uh, the yeah, girl's eyes freaked me out too much i couldn't do it yeah she has giant eyes yeah 
Yeah, normally like, I try not to let appearances bother me too much, but her eyes just kind of freaked me out. It wasn't like, a, oh my god, she's hideous. Just like kind of creeping me out. I can't do this. Yeah, they're very unique. She's got giant features. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up here because we had a big uh, preamble at the beginning here. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, you can go to Twitter and follow. Well, actually, yeah, let's just do this. You can go to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and follow us <laughs> at Multimedia Failure over there because we are all over the place. As I mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago, we got a social media manager, and that is my friend Jessica Obando. I hope I'm saying her last name right. And yeah, so she's handling all that for us because I have done a um. What 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 do we say? A piss poor job. <laughs> I'm uh, getting... you, you you've been you've held the ship down or whatever the, yeah. the kids yeah. say. You know? What are the kids saying? I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I I have a uh, you know a six and a ten year old, so I couldn't tell you what the kids are saying. So. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so we're on all those platforms now. The link will be in the show notes as always. And then you can go to Patreon.com/slash/GamesAndJunk and kick in three dollars a month. For three dollars a month, you will get the bonus segments on this show, the bonus episodes of Rock Out with Your Card Out, my video game music podcast, early access to all the shows when available, and also the catch-all feed for all the podcasts at a higher quality audio rate. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Ariola. You can follow. God, I forgot the order. Holy shit. <laughs> you can follow me at, uh, one more time. Third time's a charm, guys. <laughs> you can follow me at Jason Ariola on Twitter. You can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock. And you can follow John at John Lucero777. Uh, I feel like I should just have Jesse do this, too, because I don't really want to do plugs now. And I've got somebody doing all the social media for me, too. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that will wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. And I think, unless we, I can't find a copy of it uh, very easily, the next episode is Onechan Bara. And after that is a Pokemon movie. I forget which one, but it doesn't matter because they're, they're, they're Pokemon <laughs> movies. So, odds are, it'll be in the top, like, 30 of the list at the very least. So, and uh, that'll... Actually, it's close to not being. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Drachi's Drachi's getting further and further down. Somehow, I don't think Onichanbara is going to knock that down. So, <laughs> uh, but until next time, trust the fungus. We're sorry, Timothy Elephant. Stressing, I forget the questions. I fear no man. You don't want no problems. Be eyes in the back of my head. You better not follow me. On this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing it by my lonesome, pissed off flow. Son, I'm fighting for my soul. God, get at you, boy. You try to go, God, fall back. I go hard. On this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing it by my lonesome, pissed off flow. Son, I see them long, hard times to come. Yeah. Some loose screws, but that's alright though. I'ma do me, you do you. 
So how you judging me? I'm just trying to survive And if the time comes, I ain't trying to die I'm just trying to fly and get a little love Find me a down piece and get a little hug Hook the car up, uh, hit the bar up, uh, clean the scars up Hey, yo, the stars up Hey, this is the life of an outlaw We ain't promised tomorrow, I'm living now, dawg I'm walking through life, but yo, my feet hurt All my blessings are fair, man, I rest when I'm dead Look through my eyes and see the real world Take a walk with me, have a talk with me Where we end up, God only knows Strap the boots on tight, you might be alright On this lonely road, trying to make it home Doing it by my lonesome, pissed off, who won't some I'm fighting for my soul, God Pissed off, who won't I'm fighting for my soul. God.